talk about wing time. Yeah, and and um, Kuiper kink shaming Genhart. Guess what? It's not wing time. It's time for football after dark. <laughs> I'm your host, Justin. Jusby. Right alongside me is number one Chiefs fan, Matt Dustman. It is not Wednesday, so yes. Yes, yeah, it's not Wednesday. You took it back from Tobin. Some fad pod lore right there. <laughs> you wouldn't know that joke if you didn't listen last episode, which if you're listening to this episode and you didn't listen to last episode, what is wrong with you? <laughs> yep, that's a uh, special sports broadcaster Nate Kuiper. Hi, that's me. <laughs> and then... Our stats man and Super Bowl champ, Corey Clement. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> I I got dropped from a fantasy team this week. I saw that. I oh, felt. man. <laughs> but we're not talking about fantasy right now because it's real football time. Yeah. And we're going to start it off with a chubby report. What? Chubby. What? Chubby Report. What? Oh, God! No, no, no! It's the only weekly football news segment you need to care about. It's the Chubby Report. Ah! Welcome to a jam-packed Chubby Report. We're going to start with the... Continuation of the Khalil Mack saga. Now, the Raiders are looking more likely to trade him. A little more. They said they're being weird about it. They're asking for two first-round picks. He's going to be a Dolphin. Mm. (laughs) Oh, no. They'll have a couple good first rounds to trade. Can I make an analogy about what the Raiders are doing with Khalil Mack real quick? Yeah. Okay. So, the Raiders don't want to pay Khalil Mack, right? That's how it started, right? Right. Right. That would be like, okay, you have a car that you bought in like the 80s, right? Okay. But then you never drove it, just ever. Right. Never drove it, didn't put a single mile on it. So then now it's 2018, and you see the exact same car, the exact same make, exact same model sell on TV for like $800,000, okay? So someone that knows you, knows that you have that, comes to you and says, I'll give you $800,000 for it. And you say, no, go away. And then you put an ad in the paper for the car for $1.2 million. That's what they're doing. Mm. You're asking for two first-round picks for Khalil Mack when you could have just given him, I don't know, like $22 million? And he'd he'd be there, and he's real good. Yep. But no. But instead, they're going to, like, we're not giving him away unless we get two first-round picks. Like, no team team is going to give away two first-round picks. No, there isn't a non-quarterback player that is worth two first-round picks. Apparently, Marcus Dalvin... Marcus? Marcus Davenport is for the Saints. And I'm... I'm looking back on it as a Saints fan now and being like, "Why the fuck? Is, <laughs> why the fuck is John Gruden like the worst manager ever?" <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Oh, Raiders are into a tank. If if I'm the Saints, I'm before I spend two first round picks on somebody, I'm going around and seeing if there's any thing available in trades mm-hmm. because I, I i can either 
try to spend what I want on the rookie that might not pan out, or I can try to get a more surefire thing from somebody else. Yeah. And so Cleo Mack being a saint would have been dope. Right. Like, of course we would have had to pay him next year. Yeah. Which would have sucked. (laughs) (laughs) Like, give me the money. Like, no, no, not, not now. (laughs) Give me, give us one more year. (laughs) Um, but then, you know, it's just it's just stupid because yeah. John Gruden should have been like, wait, they Saints just pay spent two first round picks on a defensive player for the first time any team has since the seventies when the Jets did it, mm-hmm. and now he's like, well, I can get I can get two first round picks for for my Derek Carr experiment. <laughs> Oh it's, my God. it's just gonna it's just road trip from oakland to yeah it, las vegas with john gruden as the dad and Derek carr as and marshawn lynch as the sons yeah <laughs> basically it's just khalil max the ex-wife that like prior to the events of the movie the dad like divorced and now there's like some awkward like you know it doesn't make any sense like you could have just you had you had the opportunity to just keep him but now they're trying to like flip him for like right. way more than what he's worth right yep and they all keep trying anyway it's, it's dumb. i don't know it's dumb i don't i like john gruden as a commentator i hate him <laughs> <laughs> as a manager yeah he's really bad Linebacker now certified Wolf of Wall Street, Michael Kendricks, has been released by the Browns due to an insider trading scandal that more information came about and happened in 2014. He claimed that he has received no profits from this trading, which smells like pure bull-ass shit to me. Why would you do it if you weren't going to make any fucking money? Shut up! (laughs) And, like, if... Some people were saying maybe he could have just like slap on the wrist and community service and whatnot, but insider trading is stealing from the rich. If you steal from the rich, you're going to jail. Yeah. <laughs> like, if he was doing some like payroll stuff and stealing from the poor, here, have some community service, Kendrick. It's okay. But this guy was stealing from the rich. No, you're going to jail for a year, son. Breaking news Gronk revises contract. Wait, what's going on? Yep. Uh, Patriots Rob Gronkowski read on a revised contract can now make up to $13 million in 2018. That just popped. Oh, like just now? Just now. Yeah. Breaking news. Breaking news on the Chubby Report? Yep. Oh, my Damn. God. Too <laughs> bad it happened. <laughs> Too bad people are going to hear about it like three two. days before this goes up. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, hey, well. it's breaking news for us. Right. <laughs> no, can I just say real quick? Man, we need like we need like a breaking news jingle. You know, you know, like the like Fox Sports. You could do it every time I say breaking oh. news. You could just no, do it we, with your mouth. Our breaking news, um, our breaking instead of like a jingle, could it just be a sound effect of like a plate breaking and Justin going, "Oh shit!" in the background. <laughs> breaking news! Oh shit! You just hear like a plate break, like, <laughs> shit. like "Oh, breaking news!" <laughs> oh my god! Please. Uh, no, the thing, okay, the Michael Kendricks thing. Yeah. This was how long ago? 2014. 2014. So four so years wait, ago. Not when he played for the Browns. Nope. So he doesn't play for the Browns. According to the organization, they let him go because of new developments concerning yeah. it. Right. So he's not on the Browns. Does a whole bunch of insider trading. He makes like one point something million dollars, right? 
Goes to the Browns. Immediately gets busted. <laughs> I'm not saying that they're... There's just, just admit that they're just... I don't know what it is, man. I want to catch next week's Hard Knocks episode. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't wait. Oh, the poor Browns, dude. Right, we've got a new segment, everybody. I'm calling it Teddy News. Teddy News? <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater has been traded to the Saints and what is hopefully, who is hopefully not Bree's successor. Because God, please. No. He'll bridge the gap. Oh, and clap, the circumstances clap. around his trade are uh, are actually really hilarious. If you haven't looked at it, he was on the bus. <laughs> oh yeah, and then they told him he was gonna get traded, and then he just they just like dropped him off. <laughs> what? Yeah, he he had to like they were loading onto the bus, and as he as he's getting onto the bus, they're like, "Hey, we just traded you the Saints," and he's like, "Okay, bye everybody." And <laughs> he just got off the bus. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, Teddy. Oh, that's awesome. Unfortunately, guys, uh, after all these years, I'm going to need to retire Teddy News. Oh, <laughs> Thank you for listening in. I'm not going to hear from him for another few years. Damn. My favorite segment? That existed for about 30 seconds. What did I write in our group message? Like a bridge over troubled Teddy? Yeah. yeah. Is what I wrote. <laughs> Something yeah. like that. It was really good. Breeze. Bridge over troubled Teddy. That's what I wrote, yeah. In more trading news, uh, ex-Packers backup QB and guaranteed sad boy, Brett Hundley has been traded to Seattle for a sixth-round pick. Basically, a chicken sandwich for a soggy chicken sandwich. It's a good trade. Which one's Damn. the... Okay, I don't need to ask which no, one's don't, the soggy don't, chicken yeah, okay. sandwich. I, th- I think you know. The pick. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, they, all right, Kaiser got there, and they're like, why do we need two of these? <laughs> right. Hey, Kaiser's just slightly better, so they traded Hundley off. Oh, Hundley? Who, I don't know. Slight, someone being slightly better than than Brent Hundley. Like, I don't even know if you can like actively distinguish the two of them from like their playing abilities. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so hard. Yeah, I mean, it is. The only difference is like... Well, they couldn't send the one that gets migraines from noise to Seattle. Ah, that is true. That is a good point. The only major difference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Seattle, Seattle Seahawks wide receiver Tyver Lockett just received a three-year contract extension worth up to $37.8 million. Maybe you'll catch your ball this time. No? Okay. No, probably not. <laughs> good thing you get 20 guaranteed. Yeah. million, that is, not catches. Definitely not catches. No, not catches for sure. Maybe, like three touchdowns old as a brandon marshall is gonna beat him out as the second wide receiver on that roster oh my god i love brandon marshall though. i know but he's old <laughs> as fuck he's one of my favorite players vikings qb and holy god damn he's a rich boy kirk cousins have reportedly turned down a 90 million dollar offer from the jets in order to join the vikings well he did it as collateral so he turned down the he turned down the ninety million dollar offer, and then he was like, "Hey Vikings, I just turned down a ninety million dollar offer." They're like, "Ah, oh, fuck, we'll give you like eighty five. He's like, "Oh yeah," <laughs> and that's how he joined the Vikings. <laughs> uh, quarterbacks being paid too fucking much. We'll talk about that later, though. Can you blame Kirk Cousins? Though no, absolutely not. He's following a trend. Like, no, I'm not talking about the money. Oh, from ditching I'm to ta- no- I'm talking about like the team. 
Like, look, dude, the oh, Jets yeah, yeah. are bad. Oh no, he did that intentionally. That was it was genius. Yeah, like the Vikings. The Vikings were a thirteen and three team last year. Right. With like with instead the... of throwing to Robbie Anderson and a janitor, <laughs> he's throwing to Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen. They had that like, record without like a top tier quarterback. Right. And Case their team Keenum, hasn't really changed. Case Keenum's relatively average to below average. Right. So Jets won a, like seven games without a quarterback. Like a single quarterback. I mean, not one was on the field the entire year. <laughs> well, that's true. Uh, I don't know. Like Sam Darnold looks okay, so right. he'll be it, all right. I think both parties, both parties are happy. Oh, absolutely, with what they got so hundred percent. Steelers running back Le'Veon Bell has told teammates he will be reporting to the team on Labor Day after his extended holdout with the team. Also known as a big piss boy move because he's not going to get ever get the money he's asking for. Be prepared for him not to be that good for three weeks. Big piss boy. He's a also, big piss boy. Also, uh, Le'Veon came out and said like today or yesterday. Yeah, that's not true. I'm not going on Labor Day. Oh, did he really? Yeah, I saw that. I saw the article about that this morning. No, He's I not coming back on Labor he Day. He said that's not true. Well, what the? I ooh. Never mind. <laughs> he, he, piss f- piss boy. He's a piss boy. You're a favorite boy. No, not really. <laughs> I'm more continues to make up his mind about something. And it's really finally happening news. The NFL is reportedly it, it is reportedly approved casinos as potential team sponsors. This gambling ship out they hit a peak, boys. Can I go bet on Lamar Miller being a bum this season? You don't that's not going to be an option because it would be an automatic payout because he's a bum. Oh, okay. Like, Ooh, that so, hurts me. That's it for the Jubby Report. I need him to be a little bit more. You were, you're not going to comment on Aaron Rodgers? Uh, no, we're going to I am intentionally it. leaving those stories out because they wanted to talk about them separately. Yeah. Probably should have right. said that. Oh, yeah. we... Oh, but, oh, uh, what you were saying about um the thing before the, the casino. What was it? I just had a thought. What is it? Le'Veon Bell. Oh, yeah, the Le'Veon Bell thing. Um, Not that it matters to Le'Veon Bell because he doesn't pay attention to this type of stuff. The only thing he cares about is his money. Um, the third preseason game that the Steelers had against the Titans, yeah, James Conner caught, like, seven passes for 70 yards. Yeah. Like, Samuels, who we drafted this year, had, like, 11 carries and, like, 60 yards. So, bye. Like, <laughs> right. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, bye, dude. I don't, I don't think, look at it this way. James Conner's not as good as Le'Veon Bell. He's not even close. Jay, uh, is his name Jalen? I think his name is Jalen Samuels. His last name is Samuels. Samuels isn't as good as Le'Veon Bell by a long shot. But, like, the two of them together, I don't know. It'd be okay. <laughs> oh, bye. I'm not giving you $20 million you're a running back. Bye. Mm, mm. Right. So. Screw that. So now, I guess we got to talk about. Oh, boy. Aaron Rodgers' contract. Aaron. Do you want to. Because it, it, I was kind of going to tie it into... Because two big contracts happened, obviously. Yeah. Right? In the last couple of days. Aaron Rodgers signing the richest contract, I think, in NFL history. It is. And then... Still cap-friendly, though. Still cap-friendly. <laughs> no, it's not. No, We'll it's talk not. about that after. Remember when Stafford uh, had that title for, like, 13 hours before <laughs> Matt <laughs> Ryan got his contract? Yeah. And then followed... Well, in the same period of days, Odell went first. But Odell... Beckham Jr. is now the highest paid uh, receiver in the league. He makes $20 million per year, which is, I think, $2 million more than the next person. 
as far as like a, a year-to-year basis. So the, the conversations the last couple days have been about those two guys and whether or not they deserve it. And I think the problem with the question is like, okay, does Aaron Rodgers and, and Odell Beckham Jr., do they deserve the money? Like, eh. See, that's a loaded question. It is I a don't, loaded I question. I don't care about them deserving the money or not, honestly. They're both, they're both at the top of their game. Like, Aaron Rodgers is probably the best quarterback in the NFL, and Odell Beckham is probably the best wide receiver in the NFL. It's there, right? Mm. All right. They're, so, they're getting paid the right amount rel- relative to what how they rank in the NFL. Yeah, yeah exactly. But, holy shit, that is so much money in concerning Aaron Rodgers. Odell, it's not a whole lot. It's, it's a lot for a receiver. It sets a new precedent, probably. It's so But, man... Offensive players are gonna. This is this is starting to roll. Yeah. And quarterbacks and top tier wide receivers and top tier running backs are gonna want all this money, and it's gonna keep rolling downhill. And either one or two things are gonna end up happening. You're either gonna see all of your big players on a team are gonna be maybe like two guys. Yeah. And, and then it's gonna be a bunch of really crappy players. Yep. And draft picks. That are yep. playing on rookie contracts. Well, I mean, you already see that in the NFL. The teams that have been winning Super Bowls have been doing it with rookie contract players, and then those rookie contracts run out, they can't play them, team goes back to obscurity. That That's what happens. That's the NFL now. It's, yeah. It is. It is. And it, it, it's rolling, like, harder towards that trend. The only exception is the Patriots. Yep. Well, they, they sign they, all these one-year contracts. They do, they do the they, opposite. Yeah. Where they, they don't care about draft picks they just trade them all away and they just go get current players they go get right. current players on one-year contracts and then they just they play them out and then they get rid of them and cycle new people in sometimes most some of them they get rid of some of them they hold on to yeah there's, there's a few cooks was a one-year rental uh blunt they've brought in back and forth a couple times they just got they got the i think the biggest one they really got recently was stefan gilmore from right. the bills yeah they signed him for four years yeah and Actually paid him more than a lot of people expected, but like, I'll start with I'll start with Aaron. Aaron, I'm glad Aaron got the contract that he did because it puts all of the pressure now on the Packers, which is what it should have been. Because like, when you're as good as Aaron Rodgers, I saw a statistic the other day. Like since 2008, Aaron's only had a top. 10 like rushing offense i think once yeah he's actually had his rushing attack be in like the 20s for the like the year they won the super bowl they were like the 24th ranked running offense his their defenses haven't been ranked very high um especially comparatively to like big ben and like brady and even like peyton like a lot of people forget that the colts defenses back in the day were like really good Right. Like, they were really, really good. And Aaron's just not had that. And now he's at the point in his career where, like, people are looking around the league and they're like, wow, like, Brady's got five Super Bowls and Ben's got two and Eli's got two. And Breeze only has one, but if Breeze gets another one, even if he doesn't get another one, Breeze is going to have all of the records, pretty much. Almost. Oh, pretty much. He's going to be close. Aaron's, like, what's Aaron going to have? A good touchdown interception ratio. Oh, one of the best in the NFL. That, yeah, but the thing about it is that so he signs the contract, essentially saying 
Okay, now what you guys need to do, this is like Aaron, basically what Aaron would ha- would probably be saying to the Packers is like, now the pressure's on the Packers to one, actually draft good players, because they don't usually do that. No, they 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 have. That's the big. Th- and again, I'm not trying to bash on the Browns. That's one of the big reasons why I didn't understand why Browns fans were so excited about getting John Dorsey. John Dorsey whiffed on ever almost every single pick that the that the Packers had except for Aaron and Brett Favre. Like out of everybody else, like a lot of their best players were like undrafted and, or like like obscure players that were good for a couple years and then they couldn't stay healthy. Like he, the pressure is now on the Packers to one get the draft right, do what the Saints did, which is just Take a draft class and just make your scouts like earn their money and get players that can win offensive rookie of the year and defensive rookie of the year and help the team out. And the second thing is, is get other people to buy into the idea that like, this is Aaron's team. He's, he's the focal point of our offense. If that means that, you can't make as much money because we want to keep him because he's he's probably got what like five six seven more years maybe depending upon if he stays healthy six more years i think is because that was an extension yeah so six more years i think is con barring his, how old will he be in six years like uh, 30 yeah, like, like late 30s possibly into his 40s all right because they came out today that he wants to play into his 40s i mean the quarterbacks are saying that more and more now but he's officially on record now but the problem with aaron is that he's broken his collarbone twice so if he breaks it again like he ain't gonna play till he's 40 yeah we can get the personnel on our team it's gonna be yeah we can get the personnel on our team on on the six years that aaron Rodgers will be left on the team uh we won't be able to pay anybody because he's 20 percent of our cap yeah by himself you don't got anybody to pay, though. You got Devontae Adams. <laughs> How are we going to get people to pay? How? $80 million of it's going to hit within the next year. It means by 2020, like in the next year, the cap space is going to be $200 million, and you guys are sitting at $177.2 million now. So actually, you are going to have cap space. The thing, in- about it, the thing about it is, it, like Matt said, it's relying – it's basically foreseeing the, the potential that how much the cap gets raised – so in a way, like the Packers are kind of paying him a ridiculous amount of money right now, but they're hoping that it might not be ridiculous. Yeah, because it's like, front loaded. Yeah, it's super front loaded. So almost yeah. all that's coming out in the next year or so, and then they're banking on because it does happen. It's going to happen. The cap's gonna get raised, and they're gonna use that to get other players when they can. And hopefully by then, they'll have two good drafts with a bunch of. They contracts. would have to. They would have to have. They would have to nail the draft basically twice in a row, right? Right. Then as those contracts start to expire is when they'll have the cap space to pay those people. That's Outside of what that, banking on here. Yeah, yeah, that's what they're banking on. Outside of that, if they whiff that shit, it's, it's, it's business yeah, as usual for the Packers. The yeah. way they draft, too, isn't optimal for that because what they do is they say, okay, we need running backs. Let's draft all these running backs and hope one of them sticks. Okay, we need defensive backs. Let's draft all these defensive backs and hope one of them sticks. Mm, mm. So they're just going like each year they're going one position at a time, and it's just a it's, it's a tortoise in a hare race. Yeah, it's kind of like the pack. 
the Packers kind of not to not we're not transitioning into fantasy, but like the Packers kind of draft their team like you draft a fantasy team where you try to prioritize one thing. Like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna take a whole bunch of this one thing and one of them's gonna work. Right. Where like in reality, I liked their draft. Like I liked the two people they got with Jairi Alexander and Josh Jackson. Right. I like both of them. Right. But like, did you need both? Like, you got one. Probably. I mean, you probably need. <laughs> okay, okay, you get Kevin. Kevin King was good last year. Yeah, you got mm-hmm. Kevin King. Like, another part of it is too is that they let go of Morgan Burnett. So if you would have made the effort to keep Morgan Burnett, you don't need potentially to take two corners. The Packers literally make no effort to keep players. Right. Oh, abs- you, no, absolutely. You not. don't need to trade fucking Randall to the Browns for fucking Deshaun Kaiser. You oh yeah, right. that that was that was horrible. And then you only need one of those two defensive backs because you got your slot covered with Randall, you got an outside with King, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then you just need one more defensive back. But now you're back to hoping one of these defensive back works for at least one of those two yeah. holes that you have. They're continuing the cycle. Yeah, but that's what. But the thing about it is, and I think we've mentioned it a couple times, if both of those kids start, if Jairi and Josh Jackson both start. That's that has the potential to either be absolutely dreadful because a lot of rookie corners cornerback is one of the top like one of the most difficult positions to transition from from college to the pros. Man, like the the, the list of like high end college cornerbacks that get drafted high in the NFL that just take that don't even work. Let alone right. take like a year or two to kind of get up to speed. This is a very long list. Like not everybody's Lattimore. Like right. not everybody's Peters. Not everybody is Patrick Peterson. Like, I mean, it took Richard Sherman like a year or two to really become like elite. Right. Ramsey wasn't that good his first year either, was he? He was. He was like. He was okay. He was okay. He was like very average. Now he went from like average to like elite in like one year, right? Which was insane, but, there- but like. There's that's something that happens with corners too because you get to teams get to see what their skill set is and how they cover mm-hmm. and then it's it's one of the easier things like all right he's not good at covering fade routes like mm-hmm. all right so we're just gonna set up more fade routes on his tart or on his you know assignment and so they they fluctuate each year they're like Patrick Peterson's done it a few years like he has a down year and then he's back to being really good because. Mm-hmm develop it's harder for corners to develop the covering skills as fast as it is for the wide receivers around the routes it's one of those things aaron's been more aggressive this year than ever like calling out teammates being very candid about like his frustration with the team so i'm guessing this had to be like a part of it like that had to be something it had to do something with it right like how visual visually frustrated he's been with the team so the team's response was like oh here's 80 million dollars here's some yeah. hush money yeah <laughs> essentially yeah no, like here's a bunch of money shut up and like do you blame aaron for taking it no no hell not at all no hell no like so you have the it's it's not time even for rogers himself it's not time to take it easy now the like so now the like you're just saying now the pressure's on the organization to actually mm-hmm. Get something together to at least get one more ring out of this guy. Yeah. You have about, I think it's five or six more years. Do something with them. You have the best quarterback in the NFL. 
do something. Then the pressure, but there's also pressure on Aaron Rodgers now. You are the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. You need to prove it. Yeah, well, I, okay. Here's my my. He's he hasn't high, proved it. He, he's the highest paid quarterback in the NFL for now. Matt Ryan was the highest paid NFL quarterback in May. Aaron, the next big quarterback signing is going to be the next highest paid quarterback. I don't think for at least a little bit anybody makes that kind of money. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough because it's pretty much unanimous that like there aren't many guys like the the upper echelon of guys like the Brady's and the Breezes and the Rogers and I guess we throw Russ up there now. There isn't an agent alive that is going to be able to convince a team. Like no one's gonna, like I don't Matt care. Ryan's agent was able to listen. I know that, but like. Who would be the next big one? All Probably right, so, like I mean, Tom Brady signs like one or two year contracts at a time. He, so, he does. So the only way I could see it is like nobody can convince. I don't think no matter who your agent is, they're not going to convince somebody that you're better than Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. No. Yeah, unless if more you're money. Tom, yeah. Unless if you're Tom Brady and you just go the pity route and be like, "Hey, Tom, got you like six Super Bowls, whatever it is." You never really paid him. Just give him fifty guaranteed for this one year, and that's it. Yeah, that would be pretty insane. Like right. if, if Brady's last year was just like, here's fifty million dollars. You just sign it, and here's a check for fifty million dollars. God damn. So let, okay, so from I see you doing that his last from, year, like when he knows he's gonna be about done. From Rogers, go over to Odell. I I that just it disgusts me. I am not a fan of Odell. I understand that, but I also like uh, the numbers don't lie, and. Besides he, last year where he missed almost all of it, he is probably the best wide receiver in the NFL. He, He's getting paid like it now. The big play talent may be one of the best. I think it's hard to argue against the repertoire that Antonio Brown has, but stack for stack on big plays and things that make the quarter. He's one of the few wide receivers that can make a quarterback better. Why right. do you think Eli Eli had Victor Cruz, Plaxico Burris, and a decent receiving core, wins a Super Bowl, whatever. He's got no one. He down to obscurity, Odell comes out of nowhere. Eli starts playing a little better again. Odell is one of the few, if only, wide receivers in the league that makes his quarterback look better because you can throw it anywhere and he'll catch it. I think he's talented. I don't know if he's like as talented as his contract says he's gotten, but just his raw talent and his ability to make the quarterback better, I feel like he's mostly deserved of the money. Yeah, absolutely. But I think for I, the most I wouldn't, part. I wouldn't say like, tit for tat he's better than antonio brown right because no. antonio's consistent it's a, it's a i think it's a good argument between the two of them and, uh, odell's shown that he can get shut down odell and not oh cool i'm gonna start about odell beckham jr all right uh-oh so first of all i i stand by my belief that there isn't a single position in the entire nfl that deserves 20 million dollars other than quarterback i'm sorry it doesn't exist. Not even left tackle. People are like, oh, well, what about left tackles? No, because the really good pass rushers in the league nowadays, like if, J- if, if, you're, if, if the Texans are going up against the Cowboys, right, and J.J. Watts lined up against Tyron Smith for a play, for the first play of the game, first passing down. Do you know what J.J. Watt does on the very next passing down? He just goes to the other side. Like, tackles don't follow the best pass rushers. They play one side. Mm. Khalil Mack can play either side. Von Miller can play either side. J.J. Watt can play either side. It doesn't matter. Like, left tackles are important, but they're not nearly as important as they were previously. Plus, a lot of quarterbacks nowadays are mobile, so you can just run around anyway. 
the new the Giants are paying a guy who everything you guys have said is right. Okay, he's extremely talented. He's as far as like the first forty seven games of a career, no one's ever been this good. The Giants are paying a guy twenty million dollars who has already started out his career hurt, didn't play the first full year, now missed an entire year for breaking his leg, has gotten into numerous fist fights with DBs, not because his team's losing, not because they're, you know, like... Not, he's pre- He got into a fist fight with Josh Norman because Josh Norman was locking him down. He got into a fist fight with Xavier Rhodes, who doesn't... Nobody knows who Xavier Rhodes is outside of football people and Minnesota fans. He got into a fist fight with Xavier Rhodes because Xavier Rhodes was shutting him down. And then he went over to the sideline and punched a kicking net like a baby. Like, and then he makes a joke about it and proposes to it. He's getting ready to go to a playoff game against Green Bay in Green Bay. And he's hanging out on a yacht, probably smoking weed because people on the boat were smoking weed. It's in the picture. And then he goes to the playoff game and... He has this reputation as the most sure-handed receiver in the NFL. And not only do they lose that game, but Odell Beckham Jr. in that game dropped two touchdown passes. Dropped them. Hit him in the hands and he dropped them. I'm not disputing his talent. I'm just saying that if Julio is not making that money, and Julio doesn't have any of those problems. If Antonio's not making that money and he's not having any of those problems, I agree with that. I completely DeAndre's disagree with that. DeAndre's not going to make that kind of money. Why is Odell Beckham Jr. making that money? That is what that would be my question. Like Julio Jones is in a separate tier from Odell Beckham Jr. I would. I don't think that they're in separate. He's a different kind of athlete. No, they're like he's like a completely. They're completely different people in the sense of like Odell is going to beat people. With his athleticism and his speed. Oh, Julio is just a freak of nature. Like, Julio's just bigger and stronger and can just sky over people. Like, you could be a, a, like a sensational man-to-man cover guy and your coverage could be perfect and Julio still catches it. And the sun's starting to set on him, too. He's getting old. He's getting a little old. He's like in like he's like still in his prime, but he's yeah. like near the end of his he's, prime. He's like right before I wouldn't he, signed he, him to like a, a you know what how old is Julio? Multi year twenty seven? Twenty seven. Yeah, then he's like reaching he's basically reaching peak prime. Because I mean yeah. as as you start to get old you like Odell's still twenty three? He's like twenty three, twenty four years old. He's younger than I am. Yeah, so yeah, he oh, yeah, it's crazy, right? That makes me hurt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that makes me hurt so much. Julio's like, twenty nine. Okay, so oh, oh wow. That's okay, even. so Julio's past. I, I'm not. I'm gonna say he's like in his prime, but he's past the point where I think he can improve his prime. Right. right. Where Odell, I, I say up until like you're twenty seven, twenty eight. He's got probably the rest of this contract. Yeah, he's got the rest mm. of this contract, and he'll get faster, stronger, better. And uh-huh. if he's already this good, and if he can somehow mature and. Uh, rein in some of the craziness that you talked about, Kuiper. And he's 23, so it's probably going to happen. A lot of mature... Yeah. I mean, I was speaking personally. I know that me at, me at uh, 22 and me at 26 are completely different people, so hmm. I could see it happening. And But, yeah, if, if some of that comes back and he reins that in a little bit, I don't know how he isn't in the conversation during his 
career as one of the best to ever do it. Yeah, I think it would have been... I think he can rein it in, but the problem is, is I think it will be harder for him to rein it in now because now he has his money. If the Giants would have said, look, man, like, you have all this stuff going on, like, you've been injured, you got a bad injury. Like, I mean, he broke his leg. Like, it wasn't like he had some sort of, like, you know, like a Keenan Allen injury where it's like one of your organs gets all messed up or, like, even like a muscle tear. He broke his leg. Like, if Odell gets severely injured again... Like, the Giants are paying him $20 million. I feel like muscle injuries were harder to come back from than... That's true. It hard, like, just breaking your bone. And the other thing is... Yeah, but it was an ankle. Like, those are... those are You break them once, they right. get a little... I, I sort of get it. But, I mean, again, that's all dice roll injury. You don't really... Un, you don't no, really yeah, you everything's different. No, mm-hmm. you're not, no injury's the same. Yeah, it's... And the other thing is... And, and this is part of the reason why I don't believe any... Any player deserves more than $20 million. Odell Beckham Jr. touches the ball. I I did the average uh, a couple weeks ago. I actually looked it up. On average in his career, Odell Beckham Jr. touches the ball six times a game. That's it. Six. I'm not going to pay a player $20 million that only touches the ball six times. Unless he scores all six times. Like, that's just... the The way I'm just imagining it is like the payoff... Not even trying to say that every quarterback's worth $20 million, because that's not true. We all know that's not true. Most. Most aren't. Like, I, yeah. under, I understand that, but like... Odell Beckham Jr. is worth more than all but maybe six quarterbacks. Right, but when you're talking about how much... When you talk about how much of the offense is predicated around you, you have a guy in Odell who touches the ball six times. And then you have a guy like Kareem Hunt, who touches the ball... 18 times in my head and Kareem Hunt does two things technically three things because he pass blocks he runs and he catches versus Odell who only catches passes in my head I just feel like why isn't Kareem getting three times as much exactly like Kareem Hunt has more responsibilities he does more he touches the ball more he's responsible for more and you can make an argument that oh well you know Odell, how many, you know, your touchdown to catch ratio and stuff like that. I'm like, that's fine, but like, it's way harder to score a touchdown every six, unless you're Alvin Kamara. It's <laughs> really hard to score a touchdown every eight carries. Like, it's just not feasible. Like, and when you do something like that, you're thrown in the echelon of like 01 to 04 Priest Holmes, who would break touchdown records. Or, or back like, in the day with Ladanian Tomlinson yeah. or Marshall Falk, where they would, on average, score every five to six touches, which is unheard of, and it hasn't been done since. Exactly. So, I'm not trying to say, again, I think we all agree, like, based on where they are in the echelon of their positions, they are making the money they deserve. That's Right, yeah. Odell, Be- Odell Beckham Jr. deserves to be paid as a top three receiver. Yeah. No matter what that, whatever that is, okay? Yeah, right. right. I just think that... The ceiling for that, for receivers, is too high. Just across the board. Like, I, I have Antonio Brown making $17 million bothers me. Right. Because, like, I mean, ah, and, Antonio, and Antonio's average is... Like, 10, ca- 10 is, touches or he, something he, like that. He, yeah, he touches it closer to, like, 9 or 10 times. Yeah. So he gets even more touches than... Almost it. every time it's super important to the game. Where yeah. every... Okay, so... 
I'm going to argue four wide receivers here. That's fine. So every single, all right, just you're talking about how you know Cream Hunt touches eighteen ball, it, it touches the ball eighteen times a game. I don't know that, right? For sure. I, but, know for I know, I know sure what you're Odell saying. Odell is six. I yeah, may, I did that. It's after. about six, right? Four, maybe about four out of those six times are super important catches. So you have that, right? Sure. You start with that. Odell Beckham Jr. like personally just segregated just to him, right? Mm-hmm. Is more than just. One of the best wide receivers in the NFL for that team. Mm-hmm. He is one of the biggest personalities on that team. He's one of the most popular NFL players. He's having the him most popular. Yeah, NFL having player. him on your the team most. means something to the team. Yeah, he puts butts in seats. Yes. just by himself. It so like, when a GM can... looks at Wanda Paytas, they're thinking about that shit. Oh no! Oh no! I trust me. I know that. Like and I that, know a big part lead, of this. That leads like, a part of it. Was Mora thinking like, man, like I have the most recognizable person, probably outside of Brady and Rogers. I have the most recognizable, probably the only global football icon in the in the world, in the league. Yep. There are people. You have to pay him. There are people everywhere that have their hair done like Odell Beckham Jr. You have in to pay every him. country. There, I understand that part. Like, there's value in that. So you want to have him there? Um, I just think it's insane to be paying a player that has personality issues and injury issues that much money when you just spent a second overall pick on a running back when your in-city rival took a quarterback that's going to be starting all 16 games this year and actually looks really good. So you have absolutely no idea what's going to happen when Eli's gone. You could get some dude, and he's just a just a bum. Just bad. And, like, that's not... I mean, Odell's, like you said, Odell's good enough to make a bad quarterback be good. But how, like, how much longer is, like... Like, how much farther down can you get? Like from I don't know. Eli. It's really hard to get that much further down. Eli is a below-average quarterback now in this point in his career. He's very... In the regular season. Yeah. In the postseason, he's like... Yeah, if, oh, he, yeah, if he gets yeah, to yeah. the playoffs, look out. Yeah. yeah, too bad you have to play 16 regular season games before you get to the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> what a <laughs> shame, man. On, on average, though, if, he, if he's 8-8 eight and eight and makes the playoffs, look out. I mean, you can. <laughs> so In the AFC, you can. Yeah. No, they're in the AFC, though. No, they're fucked. Yeah. What, uh, what teams need to do is... Instead of going like, "Hey, I want, I want to give you thirty million dollars," you gotta go. Okay, I want to give you sixteen percent of our cap space for a quarterback. Mm. Not that's they, that's how they need to look at it, and just like have I like the standard yeah. set. Like, all right, you have a quarterback. He's not the best quarterback, but the league average for quarterback money is about eighteen percent. We'll give you like seventeen point five percent. Of our caps. That would be interesting. That'd be very interesting. I'm sure there there would be agents that would still be like, I want to see the figures. Like you'd right. still have. Then that, you but... calculate it out. It's not that hard. Yeah. Right. What's but... what's your cap space? Seventeen percent of it. Yeah. Right. That's what I think. That's what needs to happen, and then you won't have to worry about that. You get like wide receivers, like the top wide receivers get like five percent, and then you go. It's it's what they do with the franchise tags. That's mm-hmm. the average of the top five positions yeah it's of that so like you take the five top quarterbacks your franchise tag them 
and they get the average of the top five. Yeah. That'd be a pretty good idea. Right. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you just got to go, you had to go percentages instead of just set amounts. Like, speaking of things we want to change. Hey. Hey, I did a segue. Wow, that was really good. Uh, it's almost like I do this professionally. Um, I suggested for the next thing that we're going to talk about, this will be the last thing we talk about before we go to the, the NFC Corey Clemens. Um, I'm in. I'm in the. I know NFC you're in the. East. You're, I know you're in the NFC East. I'm just joking. <laughs> uh, I asked the guys to, if they could, come up with three things that they would want to change about the NFL. Um, they could be rule changes. They could be more macro level things. All three of mine have nothing to do with rule changes. All three of mine are on the uh, like a uh, league wide, almost like state of what is it called uh quality of life changes that i made just because i feel like so many people like just want rule changes like i want i want all 53 guys on the field and give them machetes like (laughs) that type of stuff like like no like like everybody everybody does that segment like oh man what rule changes would you make and someone suggests something like absolutely Make the ball square shaped, like something. Stupid. I mean, I was gonna meme and say something really stupid. No, that's I was fine. Let's like, get it out of the way real quick. <laughs> I what? was, I was gonna say, I want punters to also return punts. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh no! You trying to get people killed? <laughs> yeah, baby. Dude, that would like that would comp- we would almost create an entirely new breed of athlete. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> like because you would have to start you'd have to start like sacrificing kick distance for like athleticism. I'm sure Michael Turner could do it. Have you seen? Did you see? Oh his no, legs? no. Me and you used to talk about like Michael Michael Turner's legs used to look like minivans. Right. <laughs> I guarantee you, Ty- Tyreek can can boot it. Oh yeah, I bet. Oh, we see. We know we know Odell Beckham can kick it. Tom Brady can no. too. Tom no, Brady was we, doing it's not a joke. He the, kicks oh. all the, he's a soccer player. He kicks all the time. Yeah. He, oh, he I chose, know. He, That's the half tw- the reason why he's got that international appeal and whatnot. Yeah. 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 He he cho- uh, he had choice to yeah, he made the choice to pick between soccer and football and he picked uh football because it'd be easier for him to succeed in football. Yeah. Than it would be also probably make more money. That's what I. That's what I. Unless mean by, you go. That's inter- what I mean by yeah. succeed. Oh, yeah. okay. Unless you go internationally, there's just not much money in this country. Yeah, for soccer. I know that. That's cool. A little one tidbit. But anyway, I just thought you were making a joke about the no, the, he, the he net. Can, <laughs> he can kick like 30, 40 yard field goals. He does it in practice from now time to time. Oh, okay. But anyway, uh, so yeah. Um, then Odell Beckham would be the highest paid. He player. would. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not sure if everybody has three. Uh, Corey's gonna go first because I know the first thing Corey's gonna complain about. Uh, and then I'm going to do my three, and then between the two of us, if you guys think of something else that you would want to do, or maybe you agree with us and you want to put a different spin on it, you can. But, uh, Corey, whatever you came up with. All right, so fuck the two-minute rules. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just fuck it. Like, uh, like play the, the game, same game for 60 minutes. Yeah, I agree. changes in two minutes. Yeah, yeah. Right. No, it, it, it's absolutely ridiculous. Right. I get I, some of the rules because, like, some of them are people abusing rules to win. Right. So I get it. But at the same time, all the craziness, all the weird 10-second right. runoffs here, all the 
things here. Someone gets injured, take a timeout. You do this, right. do that. It's it's all right. So the tent, the runoffs. It's bad enough that how do you know how much actual football we get? Like I don't know the number myself, but do you know how much actual football playing time we get? Oh, I know it's not very much. It's not right, very much. Right compared to like the sixty minute. All right, so taking more time off of it is stupid. Um, but anyway, if you want to keep like the two minute warning in for like the the neutral timeout or whatever, that's fine. Just don't change the rules inside of it. That's I think that's just dumb. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate like uh, the NFL I, already. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. I just hate all the ten second runoffs. More often than not, it's something dumb that causes it to happen. And then, well, technicality, we have to run 10 seconds off the clock. Uh, Please set the game clock to 15 seconds on my go. And then it costs teams games off of really bad rules that no one's ever heard of until that moment. Right, like the Lions last year Mm -hmm. when they played the Falcons. They were on the goal line. Uh, You know, they could have easily won. They had 10 seconds left, but there was a 10-second runoff, so there's no more time, so they can't do it. Sorry. And that game single-handedly put the Falcons in the playoffs and kept the Dutra Lions out. Yep. Right. I yeah. think the, the, the good comparison is this. I'd be like, oh, man, the two-minute warning and all the rules make it dramatic. Like, college football, the last two minutes in college football are just as dramatic it's because it's two minutes left in a sports game. Right. You don't have to make a bunch of crazy convoluted rules to do it. The NFL has this problem. It's always had this problem where they just stack and stack and stack all these ridiculous convoluted rules on top of each other, and then it makes things stupid. Yeah. Like the uh, Cam Chancellor batting the ball out of the back of the end zone. Oh, and my God. And the refs actually getting it wrong because that's such an obscure thing. They're like, oh, touchdown Seattle. Like, like <laughs> That's not what happened, but but I you you've you've always been a the two minute warning has always been like a or not the two minute warning but like the two minute rules right and both halves have always been like right. one of your like pet if you want to if you want to put that on for like just keep the two minute warning for the neutral neutral timeout and yeah. just so like whatever it's break, a strategy thing break and... time before like you know the final two minutes of the game or whatever that's fine whatever but just don't change the rules during it yeah um another thing i understand that they're trying to expand football's presence in the world but we need to stop the london games and the mexico games i think like i understand what it's, it's to bring more people to try to watch football mm-hmm. internationally but it's so much stress on the players and they're pretty much never good games just because their players are so tired unless you're jacksonville oh right. jacksonville just they, they just love tear, it they tear it up in london right. yeah. i don't know i don't know what it is it's their it's their second home just let let those people make their own leaks the, the mexico games i'm not as mad about Mexico City what? is not as far away. Like, yeah, well, I'm right. mad, mad's it's a also, bad word. It's also same time zones. Yeah, same time. Right. That London is five hours ahead of us. So if you take like the Chargers and give them a London game, that is eight hours of time difference. Yeah. The, that they're already bad enough coming to the East Coast. You want to add five more hours of jet lag to them? How are they supposed to cope with that? Right. Yeah, I think Mexico City's not a huge deal, but London definitely is for most teams. It's actually, depending upon where 
where your team is located, Mexico City might actually be closer than some other places in the country. Right. I guess I'll depending like, upon where you probably are. I like the Cowboys Arizona. compared to like the Patriots, yeah. you know? Yeah. That's, I mean, the Patriots had to do that. That was their thing last year where they had to go to Denver, then went straight from Denver down to Mexico City. So that was like two weeks that they just weren't home. Like right. they were just on the West Coast, essentially, and then down South. Right, right, right. So the London games, I understand, though. Because, like, man, like. The only thing, they're pushing to get a franchise in London. Imagine when that happens. Because it's going to happen. Right, that's what, I'm, like, that's stupid to me. They're going to win eight games and they're going to lose eight games. <laughs> like, every year. It's a perpetual 8-8 eight eight team. They're, they're Unless gonna... if they have to play a home game in Mexico City and then fucking walk out. <laughs> how, how absolutely ridiculous would that be? It, it would happen, like, I'm, it's probably... Once every 32 years. Wow. That's pretty insane. Uh, all right. So the last, I think it's the last thing. I, th- I thought I had something else, but we'll get to it if I remember it. Um, at first, I thought it was a joke, but then I, <laughs> then I thought about it. One of the guys I work with, uh, we were talking about the helmet rule, yeah. rule, and he was just like, fuck it. Don't give them pads or helmets. They're not going to be hurting each other then. And I was like, ha, wait a minute. <laughs> They're not going to be hitting each other as hard if they don't have pads or helmets. They're not going to be going, I mean, you're going to have head-to-head, but you're not going to be having what we have now. So rugby. Right. But A lot of football, rugby guys get hurt. I know, but not, not as bad. The average build of a rugby player and an NFL player, though. I don't know. I just feel like NFL players are so big. You take away the pads, and I, maybe like they don't hit as hard. But now that you skin skin contact, you're gonna people get knocked out, dude. It's yeah, bad. but they're not, people aren't gonna be leading with their heads into other people's heads because they don't have helmets on. Nah, that would be the only thing. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You're still gonna you're still gonna get a lot of people getting like speared, like, right? And that's busted ribs, but right. Like, and you can put on fucking rib protectors. Like that's fine. Don't have giant fucking plastic things that are hard as fuck on your shoulders <laughs> going into people's heads. Yeah. Like, yet you got skin and a little bit of cushion there for a reason. That's yeah. how our bodies are made anatomically to help us sustain injuries. Right. Well, in, you know, not, not running 20 miles an hour into another human being running 20 miles an hour right but uh, was that your but that that was like that's because that's i think that's a big thing like players are like more concerned about their head now than ever with mm-hmm. the cte and stuff and uh i think that would actually change it's never gonna happen no but i think that would help immensely with yeah. concussions that's pretty interesting just get rid of just get rid of helmets and pads. Just turn the NFL into the NRL. Okay. <laughs> National Rugby League. Oh, gosh. Um, Lingerie League. <laughs> Dude, those girls are badasses, though. Like, right. They, like, they take that stuff, like, seriously. Like, they they go all out. Like, they get hurt. Mm-hmm. Like, I, there's pictures of, like, a lot of them, like, because they don't wear, it, like, it, it's very, very sexist. But, like, they don't wear anything else. So, like, do they get sliced up and bloody and it's pretty insane but anyway 
All right, so my three are not, like I said, they're not rule changes. They're quality of life. First thing is, uh, I want all of the teams relocated to, uh, you know that picture that has all of the teams in divisions based on how close they are geographically? Yeah, I want that. Um, and the reason I want it, and it goes into a lot of the other things that I'm going to be talking about, is like just making things easier for the players. Like we're in this period of time where people are talking about like the reason why I brought the topic up was because Jerry Jones suggested that they play 18 regular season games. No, which is just absurd to think of. I was like, oh, we make it two preseason games. The starter, the people that play every single week during the 16 games, don't play. In the preseason. So you're not asking anything less of them. You're actually asking more from them. Yep. And let's be... It's just... A, it's more... Jerry Jones is just saying that because he just wants two more games to fill his freaking stadium with. But the reason I want the, divi- the divisions to be relocated is like... We have... We, we hear so often about like teams... Like Dallas, right? Dallas is in a division with three teams... That are probably all within a hundred miles of each other, and Dallas is h- almost a thousand miles away from them. A road game from Washington to Philly it's is fine. is nothing. Yeah, but like someone like the team going from Washington to Dallas, like that's kind of insane that they're both in the same division. Like, and and if you if, if anybody doesn't know what I'm talking about. You could just Google NFL relocation picture, and it actually shows you. It might be different. What's well, different now, obviously, because the Rams just moved back to Los Angeles. Yeah. But, um, you obviously like they so they'd be over there, and the only it's funny fact, fun fact, the only division that would not change is the NFC North. Mm-hmm. The NFC North actually is the only division that the four teams in it: Minnesota, Green Bay, Chicago, and Detroit are all geographically the closest to each other. <laughs> um, and the climates. Pretty much among all four of the cities are all the same when yeah. you really think about it. It's cold and shitty. Um, the counter argument <laughs> to that would obviously be like, oh, but you'd lose like all the great like rivalries and stuff. And I'm like, right, but you'd have so many more new ones. Right. Like every single year we'd have two teams, two games between Pittsburgh and Philly for like for the state of Pennsylvania. You'd have Houston and Dallas every single year. You'd have the Battle of Los Angeles, just the city of Los Angeles, just the city of New York. Uh, there'd be, well, at that, what's the Raiders move? There would only be one other team in Los Angeles, I mean, in California, but you would pretty much have, like, okay, all of the West Coast, and then you'd have, like, Eastern New England area with, like, New England, Baltimore, Washington, and probably Buffalo or something. I don't know. Like, it would just create so many new, like, local like state rivalry things that i think college football has and like it just envelops the city like the rivalry between michigan and michigan state or like the rivalry between like ucla and usc like those unique things that college football has the nfl doesn't have like they just have rivalries because like oh these two teams have played forever you know what i mean yeah but like like, cleveland are only you know yeah that's it but can you imagine like can you imagine like if the Jets and the Giants had to play twice a year, every single year. Like, that'd be awesome. That'd be if, dope, yeah. Yeah, that'd be so cool. If Battle you were from New York. Right, if you were from New York, that'd be, like, the coolest thing ever. Same thing with Dallas and Houston, you know? 
So that'd be the first thing. Battle for Ohio, Cincy, and Cleveland. Oh, well, we, well, well, that, we, we already have. I mean, that's gotten. Right. There's been times where that's been, like, really, really contested. And, you know, when both teams were, like, pretty decent. But so that was the first thing. I, uh, I remembered my one real fast. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead. Okay. So a few years ago, back when Des caught it rule, uh, earlier in the preseason that year, Jerry Jones says, everybody that bought season tickets for Dallas is going to get the postseason tickets included for free. That should be a thing anyway. That should 100% be that a would thing be, anyway. Yeah, if you, bought a se- if you bought season tickets, you got the whole big bundle for the entire fucking season. Yeah. You showed out way too much money. If the team makes the playoffs, yeah. It, it gets season. a home game in the playoffs. The season's not over. Technically. Right. Season tickets. Season's not over. Right. You should you should get it. Like if your team was in the top what a, what is it? Like half percent of your conference. Yeah. And you get a home game, you should get that included in your season ticket. You would think. They don't though. Right. Speaking of that though, my second thing is don't award division winners with automatic home games. I think that's stupid. Um Take the six best teams from each conference. The, the four best teams get the home playoff game. Uh, winning your division automatically qualifies you for the playoffs, but it doesn't automatically get you a home game. I just think that it's getting to the point where... Uh, I'll start with this. Winning your division is already... like Obviously, you win your division, you automatically get in the playoffs. But the fact that if you win the division and you not only get into the playoffs automatically, but you also automatically host a game. I just think it's so... It it allows teams that play... Like, teams like Houston, two years ago, that were 9-7, and they were awful. They were an absolutely dreadful team. But they went 5-1 and in the division, which meant they almost went, like... They almost went sub-500 against the field. Yeah. Technically, they did, because they went 4-6 and six against the field, right? So you go 4-6 and six against the field, but you beat up on the six teams in, or the other three teams in your division in those six games. So you get to host a team like the Chiefs that... Oh, God. Corey, what the fuck? <laughs> fuck! <laughs> Everybody outside of me is just putting bottles on their head. <laughs> we're, we're, we're Cuphead. Oh man, um, it's not a cup. They're bottles. Fuck I'm, off. I'm surprised. I'm, I'm glad you kept your cool through all that. Oh, I'm, I, I'm, I can keep it. my cool during it. We're, um, we're we're idiots. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, but no, like what I was saying was like, so a team like Houston that goes five and one in the division, they go nine seven. They they go sub five hundred against the field, and they host a team in Kansas City that wins eleven games and beats damn near everybody. But oh, because they won their division, that game gets to be in Houston. No, like if you win your division, sure. Go into the playoffs. That's fine. But if your record is 8-8 eight and eight, or the 7-9 and nine Seahawks, I understand that game gave us, like, one of the, like, craziest moments ever. Seahawks were awful that year. They, were, they went 7-9 and nine and won the division. Like, sure, you won your division. Okay, sure, you get into the playoffs. But you don't deserve a home game. The four best teams deserve the home game. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I, I'd, uh, I'd go a step further with that and just make NBA playoffs six best records in your conference makes playoffs. I think that's tougher because of the way the divisions are set up. Right. And but, the way scheduling is in the NFL. But I don't care. All well, right. Because it, if you if you're in a division, the other three teams made the playoffs 
and you went 10 and 6 but you lost all your division games because the rest of the t- them like won everything because they're really good. I don't know if that You be... miss you miss playoffs. Would that be possible? If you mathematically? If you win every other if you win every game that's not in your division? Well, I'm saying like I guess that yeah, they have to all because if you went if you went 10 and 6 and then you lose a playoff spot to the 7 and 9 Seattle. Yeah. That's fucked up. Just because the rest of your team was the rest of your division was good too. Yeah. No, but I I, I think the only the, the hard part about that is is that in the NBA everybody plays everybody. Right. And in the NFL you don't do that. 32 weeks of football. No. Oh no. They'd all be dead. Yeah. Except for Tom Brady, somehow he'd well, be okay. Yeah. Um it'd be rookie contracts every year because those are the only players left. Right. So that'd be the one thing I would do. So that's the second thing. Uh, win your division, sure, cool. Okay, you get the playoffs, but the four best records get the home games. Um, I thought about expanding the playoffs to eight teams, but I, then I scrapped it. Not, not because it adds any more games when you really think about it, because if you're a wild card team, you play three games in the playoffs before going to the Super Bowl. So the only thing it's really eliminating is the first round bye. And I thought about it. I was like, man, a lot of <laughs> it'd be really funny, like. A lot of players, a lot of teams that like would get the first round by, that'd be like, "Oh man, man, we we want the first round by. This is unfair." But all the other teams would be like, "I don't care." Like I mean, the playoffs. Um, but so I didn't do that. The final thing, uh, that this kind of goes in uh, connection with the relocating the divisions. I actually mentioned this to a couple people before. Um, Thursday night games. Everybody complains about Thursday night games. All the players do. All the players complain about them. Coaches complain about them. So, make every team in the NFL plays one Thursday game. Every every single team in the NFL will play one Thursday. No more. No one plays two. Everybody just plays one. But your bye week is the week before your Thursday game. Just make that part of the schedule. Just have bye weeks for 17 weeks? No, no, no. It would go... Because you got to remember, because Thanksgiving's still a thing. So, three teams... So, six teams play on Thanksgiving. So, what you would have is you'd have the kickoff game on week one. Okay, now those teams have had all summer to prepare, so you don't need to give them a bye week, right? So you'd have the two teams play on Thursday, opening game like Philly and Atlanta. Week two, everybody plays Sunday, Monday. Week three, everybody plays Sunday, Monday. Starting week four, because the earliest you can have as a bye week is week four, you start having teams, two minimum, it'd probably be four, four teams each week, on a bye week that 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 week week four week five whoever was on the bye week in the previous week that's who's playing on thursday to completely eliminate the the thing about you don't get time to prepare you don't get time to like i guess like recover i guess you could say from a game so essentially and then you never have the because i think i can't remember who it happens to this year where you have that terrible stretch of like three games in 10 days Mm. where you play a monday night game and then a sunday game and then a thursday night game and like by the by the second half of the Sunday night game, all the players are just dead. Right. You would have that because you would have the bye week leading up to the Thursday game. Right after the Thursday game, you have your ten days. You have your little we mini bye. About that before. Yeah. Yeah. I think that'd be so easy. Like that's just the only reason that's not a thing is because someone just doesn't want to put in the extra ten minutes to make the algorithm to, to make this to game. make the algorithm like. 
Okay, let's just take a random match. Okay, so we do weeks one through three. Look, okay. All right, who are the week four buys? Okay, okay, these four teams. All right. So now, let's make the week five schedule. Okay, here we go. Those four teams. Okay, now those are the four teams that are playing each other. It's like, oh, well, how do you determine what teams are on a bye week? Oh, I don't know, because the schedule, you could determine what a schedule is years in advance because it works on a rotation. It's almost like it's made for you because the NFL works in rotation. Mm. So it's not even like you have to be like, oh, well, what happens if the four teams aren't the teams playing each other that week? That's why you pick four teams that are playing each other in the next week and you just make it on Thursday. So those are my three things. I'm done. Do you feel better? No. I'm sorry. <laughs> because they're not Because they're not it's changed true. yet. It's true. Yeah, it's true. Uh, I got nothing. How about you, man? I think I'm good. I think I'm mostly good. I just, some of the things that I try to think about, I'm like, oh, I want like old kickoffs back. And then I'm like an old curmudgeon dude who just likes watching kickoff returns because I rooted for Dante Hall when I was younger. <laughs> that, that, that's safety, and I'm happy they're doing it. And I don't want to say, oh, the helmet rules and stuff. No, you need to have those in play. I like the two-minute warning rules that Corey mentioned, like getting rid of most of them. It's just any 10-second runoffs I don't like. You shouldn't – you just need to be – I got nothing. I think we should just cancel football. I was going to make – oh, Matt. I was, I was going to make a joke, but I won't no, no, make it. No, no, say it. No, it's okay. I was going to say the only rule change that Matt's going to make is that if your team scores – a touchdown, at least one, and the other team only kicks field goals. No matter what the score is, your team wins. Oh, I'm going to cry. <laughs> it should be weighted somehow. It should. Oh, fix holding calls, damn it. If we're going to bring that oh, up. Fix holding calls. Here it comes. Fucking James Harrison lets himself get tackled to the ground. He falls. He takes a dive, and they call holding. I want to be able to review holding calls. Let me throw the challenge flag at bad penalties. Do you want Please, the- for the love of God. Eric Fisher. I think it's Eric Fisher. It was Eric Fisher. Eric Fisher did not fucking hold him, and that was a two-point conversion. I, I, I like it. I like being able to review penalties. They make so many sh- Do you shit. want the game to last four hours? I mean, you don't you get... Only get you, two pen- you only get two challenges. You don't get, you don't get like, any more challenges, but it's just something you can challenge. Because apparently you can challenge. They've already trickled in, and you can challenge twelve men on the field and shit like that. Just do it on holding calls. Just it, you, you fucking textbook the holding, and you go in at oh James Harrison fell to the ground. He wasn't even touched. That wasn't holding. Two point conversion, good. So what happens when? Okay, like, okay, so we're gonna do that. So now, are you gonna review uh, OPI and DPI? Yeah, definitely. Corey. You can I don't only do want it. a football game to last. You, you don't get do any it. more challenges. You, only can, you can only challenge it's, two times a game. So if you think it's like that bad, you waste a challenge flag on it. Good for you. You screw up. You lose a timeout on a bad on a good call. I'm just thinking about like how mad I would be if I watched my team like throw a challenge flag on a like a on an OPI, and there's like the ref determines that there's like inconclusive evidence because like whatever and you lose it and then on the very next play your guy fumbles well that's why and then and then like they rule it a fumble and it's clearly not but you're like oh well too bad like, well, that's 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 the, the game that's take. that's the coach's call oh, God. that's what you pay the coach let me for. challenge bad holding let me challenge fucking forward progress god damn it fuck you marcus mariota huh I will say, got me fired up now. That would be that would be okay. The Marcus the, the forward progress game that was just that was just a massacre. Like that was just such a bad uh, a bad thing. 
So anyway, let's go. Let's go to the NFC South and where Core is going to make the Saints go sixteen and zero. Enjoy oh, retirement, Jeff Triplett. You piece of shit. Uh, I'm going last. I'm really sorry. You are going last. I'm going last. I guess. So I'll, I mean, I can I can start. Jubby starts. All right, so he I finally got it done. I did have no. <laughs> <laughs> so I forgot to punch in the actual record, so that's what I'm doing right now. Uh, okay. I I, for, I didn't right. I left those end spaces blank. Sounds good, man. So Let's go. all right. So let, let, let me make sure here. Oh, by the way, uh, we all have Tampa Bay finishing last. I don't. You, what? You're a, I have who the, the hell are you? I have the Carolina Panthers coming up and last with a four and twelve record. I don't even understand how that's possible. Did you listen to my team report? <laughs> <laughs> Their schedule's hard, man. Yeah. Also, Cam Newton's never had a uh, back-to-back winning years. Yeah, well, like it's it's like that, it's so. really hard. It's. Cowboys at Falcons, Bengals. I mean, they're gonna beat the Bengals. Yeah, I have their. I have their wins like Bengals, Giants, Ravens, Bucks. Lose everything else. Wow. Okay, so all right. So you got Panthers in last place. Tampa's after them. Yeah, with five and eleven, so not much better. <laughs> okay, yeah, so one game better. <laughs> one game better. Uh, I have their wins. Against uh, at the Falcons, so to take one big game off them at the Panthers versus the Redskins at the Giants. Wait, yeah, versus yeah at the Giants and then at the Cowboys. Okay. And then next, Falcons. Falcons going eleven and five. Ooh. Hey, Ooh. Goofy. Ooh, I don't agree. Let's see. I know mine's weird, but it's okay. And um, losing their loss, notable losses are the Bucks, Giants, Cowboys, Saints, Cardinals. Okay. Because by, by the time they play Arizona, the the, the truth will be starting for them. The, the tr- <laughs> okay. Saints, twelve and four. Only losses at the Falcons versus the Eagles at the Cowboys. Versus the Steelers. Okay. That's it. Okay. That's it. You did it. I'm proud of you. Right, I'm going to leave now. <laughs> 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 okay, bye. Just walk out. All right. Goodbye. <laughs> See you guys. I'm, I'm getting out of here. We got, we got to close the show. Justin's not here. Uh, I'm, go- I'm going. I'm s- <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, Matt. All right. So we talk in NFC South. We, we talk in NFC South. I don't. Know, I have no idea how you had the Panthers in last place. I if I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as the second worst team in the NFL. I'm a kooky boy. <laughs> if you remember last week, I had the the Bungles as the worst team in the NFL at two and fourteen. I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as the second worst team in the NFL at three and thirteen, one and five in the division. Who are they gonna beat over the year? Well. Maybe they'll beat the Bengals, and that'll be the battle for the first overall pick. <laughs> I have them beating the 49ers as some crazy upset, and then beating the Saints one time as their only division win all year. <laughs> the corners of Corey's mouth, like, twitch. It was so funny. Corey's um, getting flashbacks of Week 17. Not that it mattered. It, it didn't matter, but... Uh, 
In second place, I have the Atlanta Falcons at a good old eight and eight. You mean third place? Third place. That's what I meant. It's not what I said. Well, second, like second from the second bottom. worst. Second, second worst, baby. Right. Eight and eight. They take a step back because they haven't taken a step forward, and they finish <laughs> eight and eight. <laughs> what it, do you mean? They gave Matt all that money. Oh, not the right Matt, but I'm not. Now they're gonna finish eight and eight, but they're gonna be four and two in the division. So, like, they're going to play well inside the division, but just get destroyed everywhere else. Like, I have them sweeping the Bucks and splitting. That gives them four and two. Can we talk about how Dan Quinn might not be the best coach? The year that they were good was because of their offense. Yeah. He's never brought that defense that he was promised. He was promised. Yeah. yeah. And, like, it's not like he hasn't had time to bring it. That's true. That's fine. It was all Shanahan. 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 In right. s- in second place overall in the division, I got the Carolina Panthers at ten and six. Uh they'll also be four and two in the division because sweep the Bucks. Um they lose to Falcons, Giants, Eagles, Steelers, Lions, and Saints in week seventeen. That's it all year. In first place, I have obviously the only team that's left: the New Orleans Saints at twelve and four, three and three in the division. Good at home, bad on the road, as is as is decided and written. Uh, <laughs> gives them twelve and four, so they their only non-division loss all year is against the Steelers. Other than that, they beat everybody else they play and split in the divisions. Mm-hmm. Um, this gives us the end of our divisions, right? We have one more. Oh, do we still have one more? We have we have the AFC South. Oh, we had. Sorry, we were saving. Okay. We were saving the AFC South well, for last. The NFC is done, then, right? The NFC is done. So if you, oh yeah, I guess we could we could do our playoff pictures if you want. Yeah, if you well, I have I have it written in my thing. Right, I have mine written so, too. I, if you go, if you want to go back and listen through, you can if you want. We need the views. But <laughs> the number one seed in the NFC. Is the San Francisco 49ers. The San Francisco 49ers because they'll be 4-2 and two in the division compared to the Saints 3-3. Three and three. He got them to a first place in the NFC before by himself without Dan Quinn. He can do it by himself again by himself without Dan Quinn. <laughs> it's not by himself. He has the greatest quarterback of all time. By himself without Dan Quinn. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> So yeah, I have the 49ers as the one seed in the NFC. I have the Saints as the two seed. The three seed I have as the Packers. They're eleven and five, five and one in the division. Oh no, that's the Eagles. They're eleven and five. Then I have the Packers as the four seed. At their eleven and five, eleven and five and four and two in the division. You're five. You're, if, if you were driving, that horn was from us, not from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, no, and then you were doing the you were doing your playoff picture. Yeah, no, no, I was doing my playoff picture and uh, bah. Yes, okay. Um, now, so you had the Packers as the four. Packers is the four seed. Yes. Uh, the fifth seed is the Carolina Panthers at ten and six, as I just mentioned. So there's one playoff seed left. It's uh, it's gonna go to the Detroit Lions at nine and seven, over the nine and seven Minnesota Vikings. Because the Lions are going to go four and two in the division, and the Vikings are going to split. I love it. A plus. Thank you, Corey. Someone likes me here. Somebody likes I like, me here. I like not the, me. I like the use of your creative mind. <laughs> Damn. That's okay. I'll take it's it. A Got him. Mind. 
I mean, I I, I, I was waiting until next one. week. Just wait until next week when you hear my AFC seedings. Tennessee sixteen and zero. They beat the Chiefs sixteen times. That was their Fuck. schedule. I'm already they changed done. it. I'm done. I quit. <laughs> I'm going home. Don't talk to me or my podcast ever again. Hi, <laughs> Kuiper. Oh, so it's me? Yeah. Okay. All right. So I have every single team in the NFC South going three and three. In division, all of them. They all split with each other. Oh, that's fun. Because it's the most competitive division. It's. I don't know if that's true. It's just weird. None of the none of the teams in the NFC South are able to win divi- like division road games. None of them. I don't know what it is. Even when they're like superior than the other team they're playing. Um. So anyway, at the bottom I have um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> Three and thirteen. No, <laughs> I have. I actually have them winning uh, five games. Oh, okay. Uh, I do have them starting out 0-6 until they beat the Bengals. <laughs> uh, they then beat the Panthers. Uh, the other game I have them winning is actually there. I have them upsetting the Giants in Week 11. That's pretty much it. Uh, again, 3-3. Uh, three and three. I have the Panthers and the Falcons both going 7-9 and nine mm. for totally different reasons. Uh, we've talked about the Falcons. I don't believe in the Falcons. This year, uh, the Falcons at points last year were absolutely atrocious. They lost back-to-back games against the Bills and the Dolphins. Uh, they should not have made the playoffs. They were they shouldn't have made the playoffs. Detroit should have made it. Uh, I think that they're trending. They're not trending in any direction, which essentially means you're trending downwards. Um, the Panthers going seven and nine is more predicated to the fact that. Uh, Cam Newton's never had back-to-back winning years. Even when they won, went to the Super Bowl, like they dipped below 500 the year after that. It's just the nature of the beast. That's what he is. We know what we know what Cam Newton is. He is a roller coaster of a quarterback. I don't necessarily like their offensive personnel. I just think it's like very poor outside of McCaffrey and even McCaffrey's like not a natural runner. He's just kind of like right. a slot guy that lines up in the backfield. So I have them both going seven and nine. I won't go through the games, but you could they only win four other games outside of the teams, the games in their division. And I have the saints going 10 and six, mostly because of the three and three thing in their division. Uh, the only other three losses that they have, I have them losing to the Eagles. Um, I have them losing to the Rams and uh, I have them losing uh, in New York to the Giants. I do have them winning the revenge game against the Falcons, though. In Min- I mean, and the Vikings, though, in Minnesota. Um, as part of, like, you know, the, the fact... I mean, I, I think... Because I, I know you originally, when we did the Fa- Vikings game, you had the Vikings winning that game. Right, because the Saints just don't win in Minnesota. Right. Um, but my playoff seedings uh, go as follows. I have the... Uh, Rams as the number one overall seed in the NFC. I think you might be the only one that has that, and you're like the lowest person on the Rams this year. I was, yeah. Um, I have okay, so I have the Rams going twelve and four, number one overall seed. I have the Vikings at the two seed, also going twelve and four, but they lose the head to head against the Rams, so it gives the Rams the number one seed. The three seed is the Saints. Um, the before, okay, well, I, I originally had it. I had the Eagles. I'm sorry. I had the Cowboys going 10-6. and six, But then I bumped the Cowboys up to 11 wins. So I guess now I... 
I'll probably just give the Saints another win because I, I think the Saints will be the three seed. I think they're better than Dallas. Um, so I'll give the Saints the three seed still. Uh, the only game I'll probably switch is like, uh, they could beat like, I'll have them beat the Giants. I don't know. The Giants don't really factor into my, my thing at all. Um, yeah, I'll make the Giants go 8-8 eight eight instead of 9-7. Big deal. Uh, so anyway, the Saints at the three seed. Dallas at the four seed. I have the Packers as the five seed. And the defending Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles as the sixth seed. Okie so. dokie. All right, Corey. Okay. So the Saints go fifteen and one. Right. No. No. Fourteen and two. Tampa goes zero and sixteen. No, they yeah. don't. Yeah. <laughs> no, wait, is that what you have? Carolina goes zero and sixteen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and Atlanta Falcons go zero and sixteen. Damn, I thought you were going to say the Falcons went Saints 0 go, 17. Impossible. Saints go 1-15 and 15 and win the division. Yay! <laughs> it's impossible. That's, that's actually impossible. Right. But we're that competitive. <laughs> that's, the, that's the way the game goes. They're, all the teams in that division are so bad that a one-win one team going to go to the playoffs. Be amazing. It would be amazing. It's impossible. What, I think the lowest that you can do is a 4-3 with tiebreakers. Yeah, the lowest you could possibly be is every single team in your division going three and thirteen, and then you just win with tiebreakers. You win with really, really. How ups- would it be? How would you have tiebreakers if your only wins are your opposite? You you can wins? actually get to a tie. You can actually get to tiebreakers that involve like a flip of a coin. A flip of a coin. But it it'll go from to strength of schedule before that. Yeah, strength of schedule and points scored and. Oh boy! Yeah. Oh yeah, but uh, okay, so. Uh, that was my real one. Here's my my meme. <laughs> we got Tampa Bay at two and fourteen. Damn. Start off at one eleven. They win against oh. the Panthers and the Ravens. Uh, then Carolina comes in at third place with six and ten. Just like when they won the division. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. They get. They get one win with the Giants, and then you go two weeks, and then they get two wins with the Ravens and the Bucks, and then you go four weeks, and then they get three wins in a row with the Browns, Saints, and the Falcons, and then the season's lose, over. Lose to the Saints. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought that was the final three games. Nope. It's the last four. Uh, okay, and then the the Falcons go ten and six. Uh, they lose against in reverse order from the back of the season to the start because that's the way I'm looking at my records. Uh, They lose to the Panthers, the Packers, the Saints, the Steelers, and the Bengals, and the Eagles. They lose to the Bengals? Yeah, hell yeah, they do. A.J. Green's the better receiver. (laughs) 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 I don't think your math checks out. Uh... I think it's just funnier that way. Right. Imagine how happy Corey's going to be when the Falcons lose to the to the Bengals. Right. You know how happy he's going to be? I like the Bengals. I'm not like you guys. I have them at like double the wins that you had. <laughs> <laughs> Which isn't much, but I mean. Yeah, it's like. I think I have them like four or three or four wins. Maybe uh, three. I might I be at three five. And 13. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, anyway, Saints win division 13 and three. Uh, losses against the Panthers. Uh, the Vikings, because they don't win in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. As much as I'd like it to happen. 
<laughs> they don't win in Minnesota. And then they lose uh, away game at the Falcons week three. Okay. Because that's what happened in my Madden. We just, I, I couldn't do anything. Really? Uh, Alfred picked me off, pick six me three times, once on back-to-back drives. <laughs> like first play back-to-back drives. I like it. I like it. So Madden knows all. It does. Uh, anyway, at least after that happening to me, the Saints win the NFC first seed. Mm-hmm. They get number one. Uh, Eagles go the second place. Packers third. Rams fourth. And then somebody as in fifth place. Probably the Falcons? Nope, the Vikings. Vikings are in fifth place. Okay. And then the Falcons are in sixth place. And then the Falcons are in sixth place. Yep. Okay. I, uh... Man, the Saints getting home field... I mean... That's how they won the Super Bowl. If the Saints get home field advantage throughout... Look out! They're probably going to go to the Super Bowl. Like, there's just no way, like... Minnesota Miracle doesn't happen if they were in New Orleans. (laughs) (laughs) Mostly because it wouldn't be the Minnesota Miracle. Can I just say real quick, and then then Matt's going to ask Justin where you're listening, and Justin's going to talk to you, whoever you are. You know who you are. Um... Do you, re- you guys realize how close we were to an NFC Championship game between the Saints and the Falcons? Mm-hmm. That would have been lit. Like, Minnesota and Philadelphia should not have played. Nope. In the NFC Championship game. But if they Hul- did. If Julio Jones makes that catch that hit him right in the hands, and if Marcus Williams makes one tackle, that's literally... That's, that's the... Like, I, oh god, I love football so much. Like that—that's how close it was to like having Atlanta play New Orleans in the NFC Championship game, and you would not have seen an NFC Championship game between Nick Foles and Case Keenum. It's raw. It's real. It's football. And then it was, and then it was weird. Like, so we had those two really, really tight, close, and like divisional round games in the NFC, right? Mm-hmm. And then the NFC Championship game was an ass-kicking. In the AFC, you had two ass-kickings in the division. Jacksonville whipped the shit out of us. And New England whipped the shit out of Tennessee. Us being the Steelers. Us being the Steelers. Uh, I say us even when we lose. But then the AFC Championship game was, like, really close between Jacksonville and New England. Like, it came down to, like, the wire. Yeah. So, like, it was weird. Like, the NFC was like, oh, man, the divisional games are really, really close. And the AFC games were, like, over at halftime. And then the reverse happened in the conference games. Again, that's football. That's why it's one of the most entertaining things to watch. You never know what's really going to happen. And I've fallen in love with it my entire life. Outside of the, the trifecta in the AFC. Outside the trifecta in the AFC, which... Now that we got some new quarterbacks in there, we'll see what happens. See if he can break break that. We'll see what happens. New break quarterbacks, that. one. One new quarterbacks. So like, one 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 corner of the triangle changed colors, but that's like, it could happen. Still a triangle. Yeah, I, you know what? You know <laughs> it what? Does, it doesn't. <laughs> you know what, Justin? Where are they listening to us right now? All right, I know there's a Frank out there, Frank. Oh, I work with a Frank. He's oh, the yeah. one that suggested the uh, no no helmet. Well, good, because he's a fucking idiot. Oh Stop your car. <laughs> Put 
Pull over. Pull your car over. I know you got your little five-year-old with the car. What if he's not driving? Pull over. Pull over anyway? Make whoever's there grab the wheel and make him pull over. What if he's not go, in a car, Justin? Go get in the car, start driving, yeah. pull over. Get in the That's car, right. start the car, pull the car over. <laughs> then, open up your phone, open up Twitter app, hit that search button and type F-A-D-P-O-D. Can you, can you listen to me? I said F-A-D-P-O-D. Sir, for God's sake, don't fucking ask him again. Don't (laughs) ask me again. I'm so sad. I like asking. (laughs) Then, hit that home button, Frank. Don't get back on the road. Open your phone. Open your Facebook app on your phone. Do the same exact thing. Search F-A-D-P-O-D in the bar. It's right there. Frank says sorry. Frank, I don't want to hear it. Then when you're done with that, you can tell all your friends. Share the stuff. Don't just listen and, and, and fuck off like some kind of delighted consumer. Do something else with your life. Give us a like, comment, subscribe. Smash that MF and like button. Please. Give us that five-star review on iTunes, Frank. I'm done. I love you, Frank. I'll be I your, don't. I'll be your friend. We oh! did it! Oh! <laughs>